this evening in our gospel, as Jesus is coming into Jericho, we imagine ourselves this blind man and recognize in our own lives the times in which we have been blinded or bound in ways unable to answer the cry that is deep in our heart or in many ways even unaware of the deepest cry that is inside our heart. For this man was crying that he might receive his sight, aware obviously uh, uh, in this provocation one might imagine that he was aware that this man, Jesus of Nazareth, was healing people and so why not cry out? And his insistence, his confidence that this was so uh, revealed the healing of something even deeper than his sight, but his awareness and his need to be loved and to have an eternal gift given to him in this friendship with Jesus Christ. And so it says he followed him. And we can see in our own lives the moments in which that healing grace has come to us through the cries of our own lives that maybe we didn't even know at the time that they came out of our mouth that it was going to produce something even greater, right? But we just asked for what was in our midst for the need that we had and from that what a journey each of us have been given. And yet we also understand that it would be beautiful if it was once and answered for all eternity. It would be beautiful if we didn't have to struggle with the dynamic of life. And maybe we've already experienced in our own lives, maybe you have experienced in your life the ease it is to fall from that grace, to lose that first love. That seems so impossible to leave in the beginning. In the first reading from the book of Revelation, The Apostle John speaks of this. Yet I hold this against you. You have lost the love you had at first. Having lost that love that we had at first. And John goes on to say then, realize how far you have fallen. Repent and do the works you did at first. Right, And so the same method goes at play that we get ourselves into the position where we find that cry again in the particular situations in which we're in. And from that place, we ask, Lord, I need you again. But hopefully we ask from a deeper awareness this time. That the thing that we want isn't merely what it is that uh, we asked for in the first time, but we want that deep relationship again. We want that peace that fills our heart again. We want that love that overwhelms us again. And we want that to even go deeper. And we begin to realize that the more we cry and the deeper that it goes, the more we discover we didn't even know. And yet this amazing world becomes a revelation right in our midst that God is doing something incredibly beautiful. And one of those deeper awarenesses is that the first love isn't even our response that first time when we just began to give our whole lives to him. Our first love isn't that time when we were so devoted and so willing and so desirous and so filled with emotion and confidence and consistency. That first love is his. And so we understand the psalmist's 
preparation for what we now live, that our victory will come and I will be freed from the tree of life. The freedom that is given to our hearts comes from the tree. The first love. His love. What a miraculous and mysterious it is, thing it is that we might receive. And then, too, we respond.